Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 369. And today, well, I'm going to rant a little bit. Well, not too much. I'm going to hopefully talk about mindset and give you some other things to really set that. So this way here, you understand the power in it. And I'm also going to talk about the nine-step secret formula to being successful. And I thought about doing this. I'm like, you know what? How can I really convey how important I feel it is? Because I, I didn't always have it, and I'm still working on mindset. I think mindset is something that you're going to always be uh, working on. But I really, you know, I, I started realizing this as I started meeting people in person. And I started hearing their stories. And I started hearing about what were people saying that were successful and what were people saying that were still kind of waiting until everything was perfect before they actually got in the game? You know, I always kind of talk about sports because that's kind of my background, right? I like basketball. I like baseball. I like all kinds of sports. Uh, but, you know, it kind of always comes down to that. Like if you don't raise the bar, if you don't have the right mindset, you're not going to be good. If you don't have the confidence to go into that game, you're not going to be good, right? Or you're not going to be as good as you could be. Um, but I got a couple of things that I want to kind of I say rant about, but, you know, really kind of get into because I think it's important. And I, I wrote an email not that long ago about it. It got, you know, really, really, uh, you know, it, it was received really well. Um, got a really good good amount of feedback and all that stuff. And again, like I said, I just got back from Seller Summit. I met a lot of great people and I seen where people were struggling. and I seen where people that had actually, you know, made it or at least are on their way, you know, and it comes down to a lot of it is mindset. And yes, you got to pick the right products. And yes, you got to pick the right brand and all that stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Like all that stuff is important as well. And I'm going to kind of talk to you about the nine-step secret formula that I believe isn't really a secret, but everyone wants to know the secrets or the hack or the shortcut, right? Like, you know, for me to get the most opens on an email, like I need to say like, check out this new hack that's going to get you ranked overnight. Like that would get a ton of opens and you know, who knows, maybe I do find a new hack and I give you that and it's short lived and cool. You get a shortcut for a day, right? I'm, I'm here to really set you up and myself up for success, not just now, but in the future. And I think everyone that's out there looking for the new hack or the, the secret or the shortcut are people that just aren't really a hundred percent committed to this process. You know, yes, there's ways that you can jump into this game and make, you know, money pretty quickly. We've done that in the 1K fast track. Like, we've done that. Like, we've had people come into that, into that class with zero sales. And in seven days, our first class did over, I think it was $3,800 or $4,200, something like that. It was over $3,000 in revenue, basically profit in a sense, because it was stuff that they cleared out of their house. And then the second group did over, I think it was $6,500 which is crazy, in seven days, just because I said, listen, here's what we're going to do. Forget everything else right now, okay? I want you to go and do this, right? Like, just don't think about anything else. Just do this from now till next week and only focus on that. Again, focus on that. The mindset was you can do it. You're going to go out there and do it, and guess what? People did it, and now a lot of those people are going on to either do more retail arbitrage or build a private label business, all right, because again, the mindset was I can't do this or I'm stuck or uh, how do I move forward? You got to get started. Like if we don't get started in this game, we're never going to we're never going to go anywhere. I mean, you know, I get people that say, Scott, I've been doing this now. I've been listening to the podcast for 12 months and I'm just not sure yet. My advice to you is do something. 
If you do something, something is going to happen, whether it's a positive thing or a negative thing, but whatever, however you look at that, it's going to be a learning experience. And everyone that I talked to that was successful or at least has had some type of success in this process, and I, and I talked to a bunch of people at Seller Summit, and the constant thing I keep hearing from people, the constant feedback from people is, I just, you know what? I said, I'm just going to jump in. I might do a small order. We'll see what happens. And then boom, that's what started their, you know, their journey, right? And some people, I've got one guy that comes to mind that I was talking to. I actually had dinner with him um, at our VIP dinner at Seller Summit. And uh, he told me, Scott, been listening to your podcast. I launched a product. I followed everything, but I kind of messed up on the product stuff. I, I got a little too excited. I jumped into the game and my first product flopped but I still liquidated it. I got out from under it, but I kind of, you know, I feel like I, it wasn't, it wasn't even a single. It just did okay. And then he just chucked that up as, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move on. I'm going to go and move on to the next thing. Find another product, do better product research, pick a better market, whatever. Right? So he pivoted and now he's reporting to me that he's done over $250,000 in less than a year. All right. That's pretty awesome, but he didn't stop and he got results. And he learned from that first experience. He, he learned what not to do again. Okay? So if you're one of those people that's just sitting here and you're thinking to yourself, oh, but I'm just, I'm not technical. You know, I don't know that much about the tech side. Well, with Amazon, you don't need to know the tech side or even eBay, depending on what platform you want to start on. That's why I always say start on one of those two platforms or even Etsy. Start on one of those platforms. They take all that out of the mix. They're going to handle all that stuff for you. All you got to do is find good products and sell it and do a little bit of optimization and stuff. And I'll, I'll go through my nine-step secret formula here. And I, I classified that as a secret formula because that's what people want to hear. Um, I'm being kind of funny about it too um, because I don't think that, you know, you hear these gurus out there, right? Even people in our community, I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, you've probably heard them. And I actually, I, I met with some people in in my audience there, TASers, and they asked me about, you know, these people. And, uh, you know, I again, no comment is kind of like my answer generally, but you you can kind of see through that, right? I'm not sitting here telling you that it's going to be easy, right? It's not going to come without struggles. It's not going to come, you know, without you being frustrated at times, right? It's going to happen. But the other thing I also say to those people is, is it going to be easy when you go to get a job for someone? You're going to have to learn that job. You're going to also maybe have to live up to your to your quota on sales for that month. If you're a salesperson, like there's all those things that come into it. So what's the difference if it's for yourself or someone else? But anyway, not to go off on too much of a, of a tangent there, but there's people in our, in our space, in our community that are saying like, look at me, I did $2 million in a year. You can do it too. Yes, you can do it too, but you got to start with a hundred bucks. You got to start with that first hundred. You got to start with the first thousand, you know, uh, you know, and, and again, and it's always about, oh, Look at this new secret that I just did, right? Or this new shortcut or this new hack, all right? I, I don't know. That stuff, it kind of, it annoys me and, I, and you can kind of hear it in my voice right now and I get a little upset with that because I just, I can't stand that, you know, there's people out there and I know there are, there's been for years that are trying to make it out as like, it's this easy thing if you just follow this secret formula, right? The secret formula is actually doing something and learning something. And then building upon that. If you listen to my story back on episode 300, if you haven't, go back and listen to that episode, theamazingseller.com forward slash 300. 
listen to that because it goes through like all of the things that I learned. Like I learned email marketing way before I got into the Amazon game, but I can take that knowledge and bring it over to this new business. Or if I start another business, if I went into the automotive business, the first thing I'd be doing is figuring out a way to build an email list around, you know, my potential clients or customers, right? So they can, they can see more of my business and, and what we represent in our customer service and, and all that stuff. You guys have heard me say this time and time again, right? So I've learned so much through the business, going back to my father and my brick and mortar, you know, experience, you know, and having that experience, I learned about employees. I learned about what it takes to run a physical, uh, or I'm sorry, a brick and mortar business. Like I learned all that stuff as a young guy. I was only like 19 years old when I was in that business, but I learned a ton. And a lot of that stuff is already translated over to how I work with VAs now, virtual assistants, how I treat them because I know that they need to be treated with respect and they need to be, they, they need to know that they're appreciated. So again, all of these lessons that we learn are, you know, moved over to that next thing. But again, going, let's, let's kind of dig into the mindset though, really quickly. Like, and that's something that we're always going to be working on. You're always going to be going to be working on that. If there's one thing that I think you should always be working on is mindset, how to, how to get yourself in a state of confidence of when you know that you are, you're, you're going to go in there, you're going to give it all you got, but you're going to also give yourself a little bit of a safety net in a sense. And I've talked about that too. To where I've always kind of set up these safety nets mentally so I know what's the worst case if this doesn't work for me, what am I going to do, right? So going back to my construction days, when I left my construction you know, company or my father's construction company, I was going into a completely different market. My wife and I were going to be photographers. What? A photographer? Scott's going to be a photographer? Scott, you've never taken any photography. You've never went to school for that. All of these doubts are in my mind, Right? How are you going to do that? You don't have degrees. You don't have, you know, like this, this schooling. It's funny. I met a guy out in uh, Seller Summit, photographer. His name is Bob. Bob, if you're listening, man, thank you so much. Also, Bob took some pictures, ironically, that, uh, you know, he, uh, he's a photographer. He took him with his iPhone or his phone. I don't know if it was an iPhone or not, but Bob took some pictures. But him and I were talking. He said, hey, Scott, I listened to your podcast and I know that you are a fellow photographer, so am I, um, you know, did you, uh, did you, I, I forget what club it was, but there's some, uh, you know, major club with all, you know, professional photographers, they, they join, it's like a national thing and all this stuff. And I said, you know what, Bob, my wife and I, when we first started, you know, we didn't want to get into that because we didn't think the technical stuff really had a ton to do with the final result. What does that mean? Well, what it means is we wanted to deliver a really nice picture that a family was going to treasure. They don't care that our settings were maybe, I don't know, too off, right? If we're talking about F-stops or if we're talking about shutter speed, like they don't care that we might have miscalculated a reading as long as the final image came out okay. But if we were to give that to a judge on a photography pro panel, they would have ripped us apart, right? But But to the everyday person, the person we're selling it to, it was okay. Okay. So just understand that, you know, as you're going through this process, you don't have to be perfect. Right. And I don't even know where I'm going with that. I met Bob, Bob brought that up and I said, Bob, we didn't even care about that. You know? So again, I think just going back to the mindset, like if I didn't think that, that we could deliver the final goods to our customer, I never would have did it. Where would I be today if I never 
trusted my gut and said, let's just do it. Oh, I know what it was, the safety net. So my safety net was I could go back and do construction if I had to. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to give my two weeks notice to my, my, my father's company. I'm going to go out on my own. We're going to go ahead. I think at the time it was in November. We knew that the fourth quarter was coming up. So, so pictures are a big deal in fourth quarter. And I said, you know what? Let's just go all in here and let's figure this thing out and let's see what we can do. And guess what? We did really well for us and it proved to us that we could do it. All right. So I didn't have to go back and do the construction thing that I kind of laid in there as a safety net. All right. So my mental state was you aren't really risking, even though I was still scared to death. Don't let me fool you. I was still scared to death, but I was able to create that safety net that allowed me to take that chance because what was the worst thing that was going to happen? I was going to have to go back out in the real you know, world and work with my hands again doing construction. But guess what? I never went back and did that. Then go to the next thing, my photography business. My wife and I, she knew more of the, she was more of the creative. I was more of the technical. I learned through books. I didn't really learn through YouTube at the time because it wasn't even really, it wasn't really even happening yet with YouTube. That's how long ago. Still using 35 millimeter film until we graduated to our first digital camera, which was a whole nother experience. Photoshop, all that stuff, right? So I learned all that stuff and now I've got this knowledge that I didn't even realize I was sitting on that people were asking me for advice. You know, I was in forums. I was in, you know, at the time wasn't even really Facebook groups or anything like that. So it was more or less forums. And then people were asking me like, how did you do this? How did you guys start your husband and wife team? How'd you do it? How do you work together? Like all that stuff. And then I started helping people and I built an email list around that market. And then I started to sell products to those people that would help them in their journey. But my safety net was now, okay, wait a minute here. We've got our photography business. That's a full-time gig. You know, we're meeting with clients. We're meeting it with clients at times that we really necessarily don't want to because it's in the evenings because that's when the lighting is best and all that stuff. And if you guys listen to my story, you've already heard this. But it started to become a job where we were starting to lose the lifestyle business. So we said, well, maybe we can go and kind of do 50-50. We'll do some online and we'll do some offline and we'll see what happens. And the online thing just took off. We started really, you know, doing well. Now we had to make another decision. Do we leave that? So again, the mindset was we've already got something here secure. We know what our income is going to be. We're doing a six-figure a year business. We're going to go over here and we're going to, we're going to risk this. What was my safety net? Mentally, I'm setting up that safety net. I could always go back and take pictures. You see, so the mental state has to be right. The mindset has to be right. So whatever it is for you, you got to figure out what is that safety net? What is the mindset for you? What is tripping you up? Ask yourself, ask yourself this question right now, whether you're on a run, whether you're walking, whether you're laying out on the back deck, enjoying some sun. Oh man, I'm, I'm wishing I was doing that right now. I will be later. I've got a new chair that my wife bought me uh, for our anniversary. One of those zero chairs on the back deck, which is awesome. Uh, so like ask yourself that if you're stuck right now, whether it's, you already started your business and you're stuck, maybe you launched a product and it wasn't as successful as you are. So now you're doubting yourself. Like what is that one thing right now? That's that barrier or that, that, that thing that's holding you back. Is it that you don't believe in yourself? Is it because you don't think you have the experience? Is it, is it that you don't think that you can grow a business? Is it that you don't think you know enough about marketing? Like what is it? Because I, I can assure you there's probably something there that's tripping you up that if you figure out a safety net for that or a way to work around that, man, I'm telling you, 
You can do anything you want. And take it from me, someone that never went to college, felt really embarrassed about that for the longest time, and now I'm proud of it. Because, man, I did it, right? I'm not done. Don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, after meeting with people at Seller Summit just recently, which is really why it's so fresh for me, and hearing people say, Scott, you know, I tune in just to hear you get me fired up, like to take action. You know, I was thinking about bailing and, I, and now I, I got a second wind. And that's what this podcast is really about. I know this isn't like a hack for you or a secret for you, although it could be, I guess, because you might not even be thinking about this stuff. Maybe it's that one trigger that gets you over the hump and then you're going to email me or you're going to see me at a live event. You're going to say, Scott, I listened to episode 369, your, your rant and your mindset and your nine-step secret formula. And from that day forward, I did everything that you said and it just got me over the hump and now you know, I'm doing 250000 a year or a million a year, whatever it is, right? Whatever your goals are. That would be amazing for me, you know? So I know that this isn't like sexy, right? This isn't like sexy because it's not like a hack or, well, it is though. I think it is. The mindset is a, it can be a hack. But I think people, I think it's overused. But a lot of people said, Scott, I, I want more of this stuff. I want you um, to, to really speak about the mindset because I think it's important as well because that's things that you're being hung up on. You already know what you got to do, right? And I'll, I'll give you the nine-step secret formula here in a minute, which is really, it's really kind of basic. But, you know, all you need to do is have the right mindset and then take the action and then get the results and then decide what to do next from the results. That's what we're doing, okay? Um, I, like I said, I, I wrote an email not that long ago after I got back from Seller Summit depending on when you're listening to this. And I talked all about, you know, I was there, I met a ton of people and, you know, my voice was starting to go because when you're at these networking events and again, surrounding yourself with like-minded people is powerful. If you're not doing that, you should be doing it. Um, I mean, the energy is just higher and just the creative juices are flowing and you get ideas and you get motivated, you get inspired. And then all of a sudden you take more action, which again, gets you more results. But um, you know, you can hear it in my voice right now. I almost want to clear my throat, but I'm not going to because we're here live or we're recording this. Um, but you know, I was losing my voice at nighttime. You had, they had music playing. They had, I mean, the whole room is packed. You got everyone's talking. So you have to bring your voice up and my voice is shot. And I'm telling people, I'm like, yeah, I'm a podcaster, you know, and I don't even have a voice left. Right. But I was dedicated to stay there as late as I could with these people. Cause I wanted to hear their stories. I wanted to, to give them advice where I could or, or kind of push them over the edge a little bit to where they weren't comfortable in a sense because that's kind of where, to me, that's always been where, you know, big things can happen is when you get pushed over that edge a little bit, you know, where, where you're comfortable, okay? Um, but, you know, I talked about how, you know, I just pushed through or I pressed on. I'm doing the air quotes and you guys that are longtime listeners, you hear me talk a lot about pressing on, right? We kind of re- relate that back to the garlic press or or whatever, right? So we press on. And that's what I did. You know, I pressed on. I got back. I got back to work. And, you know, I'm I'm actively working in the Amazon space with Amazon brands that I'm I've partnered with a few people now. And we're really excited about this new brand. And I got back and I was just kind of tired. My voice was kind of shot, but I still had enough in me to press on. Because my mindset was I have to actively do something every single day towards the goals that we're going after. And you have to do the same exact thing. But the one thing, I'm going to kind of go through these six different things that people that I took away, okay, from successful people that I met here this past, 
uh, you know, this, at this past event. Number one is they learned and then they took action. So they consumed something and then they did something. Okay. Two, they didn't expect everything to work perfectly. They expected there was going to be issues. There was going to be hiccups. There was going to be problems. And it was okay. They're going to work around them. Three, they kept taking action. They just figured things out. And, you know, I go back to, uh, you know, Pat, Pat Flynn has mentioned before, you know, just-in-time learning. Like, don't worry about learning everything down the pipe until you get down there, right? Only worry about things that are concerning you now that you have to fix or you have to deal with, okay? So, again, that was number three. They kept taking action. They figured things out as they went. Number four, they surrounded themselves with like-minded people, like being at an event or in a Facebook group. You know, surrounding yourself with like-minded people is powerful. Surrounding yourself with with not like-minded people or negative people can be harmful, be toxic, okay? So understand that too. You know, you may need to trim some of those people. And I'm not saying you got to get rid of people. I'm just saying you got to have less activity with those people maybe. You know who they are. You know the people that might be raining on your parade, right? Those are the people. Five, they just never gave up. They just kept pressing on. You know, I'm going to make this thing work because this is what I want. My why is big enough that I'm going to keep going and keep going and keep going, right? You're just never giving up. You realize when I left my construction job back when I was about 24-ish, 25-ish, I think it was, I'd have to go back and look at the exact age I was, I've never worked for another person and I'm going to be 45 years old this year. That's pretty crazy. But you know what? My why was there. My lifestyle business that I wanted to create was there. Okay? So understand that you, know, you don't have to have it all figured, up, figured out, but you can't give up. You can't give up if you really want it. Now, you may be like, you know what? I would rather just work for someone. And that's cool. I respect that. It's okay. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Okay, now number six. They believed they could do it. But how do you believe you can do it, Scott, if you don't believe in yourself? It's a great question. The way you do it is you surround yourself with like-minded people. It's contagious. Have you ever seen a baseball team that's doing really well? They're hitting really well. Everyone starts to hit well. You ever notice that? Maybe you're not a baseball fan. If you, if you aren't, uh, well, that, that's what happens. It may, maybe just relate that to something else. You ever notice when you're around people that are like-minded and someone starts to do something and then it starts to kind of just, just everyone starts to kind of do the same kind of thing and they start to get the same kind of results? Negatively, that can happen too. Maybe everyone's sitting around talking about how negative things are and you're going to be in a negative place, right? But you can, I believe you can manufacture this by surrounding yourself with like-minded people or listening to a podcast like this one right here. Hopefully, this is going to know that you're not alone and that, you know, we believe in you, meaning the TAS community, you know. To me, it's all about how can I let you know that I was exactly where you are right now, maybe, in the mindset of not believing in myself. If you can't believe in yourself, someone else has to believe in you. Where do you find that? You have to surround yourself with those people. Do a local meetup. Create a local meetup and have people come in that are also talking about this. Start there. Do a local meetup if you want. 
or do an online meetup. Do it, do it on a Facebook page or a group, okay? Where, where you can surround yourself with people. I've had people drive six hours to come to a TAS meetup because they wanted to be surrounded with other people that are like-minded and they knew that that would help them mentally and also it'll help them give them other ideas and maybe even bounce ideas off of each other. There's just a huge amount of, to me, power in, in being around like-minded people. So again, I, that was like number five, but number six was believe that, that you can do it. The only way you can believe you can do it is number one, believe it, right? But how do you do that? Well, you got to get results, right? If you get results, that's going to be like a, even like a mini win will prove to you that you can do it. Okay. And if you believe that you can do it, that's going to then spring you into wanting to do more, right? It's going to motivate you to want to do more. That's why we came up with 1K Fast Track. To be quite honest with you guys, I wanted to figure out what's, what's holding people back from jumping into the private label game. Well, the fear of, of not picking the right product. So let's skip that, 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 that for a second here. Let's, let's, let's start where we can actually get a result like in seven days and prove to yourself that you can make a dollar or you can make $100, or you can make $1,000 in a short period of time. So we did the 1K Fast Track. If you guys are there, if you're in that place, I would encourage you to go over to 1kfasttrack.com, go over to that page, check it out. You'll hear exactly what, I, what I'm talking about there. And at the time that you go there, it may not even be open, so I'm not pushing you there to have you join, obviously in the future. If we open and you wanted to join, I would say it'd be a great place for you to start if you're stuck. You get a ton of support there as well from other people that are in a similar situation. You also get to see where people actually were at that place and now they're not at that place. They're, they're further ahead now because people would say, Scott, I was stuck. I went ahead. I did the seven-day challenge. That's what we do in the, in the, in the very beginning. We do the seven-day challenge. I made 800 bucks, 500 bucks, whatever, 300 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever in seven days and it motivated me to want to go out there and do it again and again and again, Right? I'm telling you, results motivate you to want to do more. Makes sense, right? So you have to believe that you can do it. And the only way to do that is to have people that can actually help you with that, okay? And be those supporters and also you to do it yourself by you getting results. Look at I went back. I was a construction worker. I graduated to being a photographer. I didn't believe in myself. I did it. And then I said, holy crap, I can do this. And then I said, oh, okay, let me, you know, I'm doing well there. Let's go ahead and photography. Now let's teach it online. Let's actually have programs and let's have a community around, you know, what I've learned through the past eight years of my photography journey. Hmm, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if people are going to really listen. Boom, fast forward. I've got a six-figure business doing exactly that, right? But I didn't believe it at first until I proved that I could do it. Okay. And the same thing is, is went on, you know, I don't think I can sell things on eBay. I don't know if I know everything about eBay that I'm supposed to know. You know what your best way to learn, put something up and see what happens. That's the easiest way to learn that. Okay. Um, but I did that and I got results and oh boy, look at this thing. This eBay thing kind of works. Tried this Amazon thing. Holy crap. First six months did 120 K in revenue, not profit validation. It works. First year, 300,000. Wow. Now I've partnered with a bunch of brands. You know, I've helped a bunch of people now and I haven't done a total. I probably should total up everybody that I've helped so far with just the podcast or my class and see exactly what that number is. It's, it's gotta be millions. It has to be. I have screenshots right now that I know is over a few million just from people that have sent me emails that I've kind of collected a little bit to to kind of keep as a reminder of what I'm doing is helping other people. 
But you know what I mean? Like it's, you, you got to understand that, you know, doing this, you're, you're going to have those doubts. It's normal, but you have to have the mental mindset to be able to push through and surround yourself with those like-minded people. Uh, I met a couple in Sellers Summit at Sellers Summit. I met a couple. They come. They came up. Funny story too. The the wife came up first, introduced herself. I didn't see the husband. Didn't know who he was. Didn't even see him. And she came up, told me her whole story. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, I've listened to your podcast since the beginning. I didn't know anything about selling online. Didn't know anything about Amazon. I took your advice on the podcast. All we did was follow the podcast. And we are doing. We did. I think it was like five hundred thousand. And now we're on track to do like over one point four, one point five million dollars in like eighteen months. And I'm like. Holy crap! Like you gotta, you gotta share this with me. Like I, you'd have an email. They say, "Oh, you know, I don't want to bother you." No. I go, "No, I want you to bother me with that, right?" Like that, that motivates me. That inspires me to continue to want to help, right? And so, anyway, so I talked to her. Awesome! Congratulations! High fives! Everything. I went in the other room, and another guy approached me. And goes, "Hey, I just want to let you know I'm a huge fan of the podcast, Eddie. I, you know, I listen to your podcast. My wife and I, and uh, you know, we, and basically it was her husband." He came up. So then we we brought them together. We met. We had a great conversation and uh, just awesome people. But again, they told me it started slow. We had some issues in the beginning. We had product issues. We had shipping issues. We had maybe even, I think it was customs issues. They had all kinds of little issues. But they, they, pushed, they pushed through it, right? And they kept believing in themselves. And they probably had a good support network between the two of them. Now, I had a landscaper that I met there. And he listened. He said while he was he was actually, he was his own business, a landscaping business. And he just, he knew that that wasn't what he wanted to do for the rest of his life. And he was a young guy. And uh, I'm, I think I'm going to even have him on the podcast too. Great story. Great guy. Actually lives in Hawaii, which I want to go to Hawaii. So he said, yeah, come on over. We'll, we'll make something happen. Maybe we'll do a TAS meetup in Hawaii next year, maybe, or something like that. But anyway, he, he came up to me and said, I listened to the podcast. I did it. You know, it wasn't perfect all the time, but I did it. And I pushed through and I'm on track to do over $500,000 in less than a year. Holy cow, like this stuff is crazy, right? I, I kept hearing this over and over and over again from people that were listeners of the show or just people in general. And it, and it came down to them just continuing to take action, to learn, to understand that everything's not going to be perfect and to learn as you go. And that, that's huge. That, that's really a big thing. So if that's all you take away from this episode, that's going to be a huge one. You're probably going to want to write that one down. Right? Whatever that thing is that's blocking you right now, you got to figure that thing out. Figure that thing out and that thing could unlock the keys for your success. All right. So, all right, let me just kind of, again, I, I can go on and on here and I know I'm just about approaching the 30 minute mark and I try to keep these, you know, so this way here you guys can get through these, but I, there's no limit as far as how long I can talk here. You guys know that as long as my voice holds up. But again, you know, there's, there's people out there in our in our community that are saying like, oh, here's the secrets. Here's the, here's the nine steps. Here's the three steps. Here's the hack. And, um, you know, I kind of want to address that right now. Um, because I, I know that, you know, a lot of times I'm not like, I'm not like giving out those really catchy hooky, uh, you know, headlines or subject lines. Um, because that's just not my style. Number one, but number two, I don't really believe it. Right. I don't believe there's secrets that you guys you know, don't know that I haven't already revealed, right? So I kind of want to break that down for you guys really quickly. And to me, it's really simple, okay? For getting started, and we're talking about Amazon right now, right? But this could be your own e-commerce. It could be anything you want. But number one, this is the nine steps, okay? The nine secrets. We'll call them secrets for today's episode. Number one is finding a market that's looking for products to buy. It's pretty simple, right? 
It's no secret. Like, I just watched Shark Tank again last night. I know, you know, I had a guest on that said, oh, that's fake. It's probably not staged in a sense, but, you know, they, they make it a show. I get that. But the one common thing that they keep saying over and over and over again is, what are your sales? Oh, I'm in pre-launch right now. We haven't had any sales yet. Bye. See ya. We need to find a market that's looking for products to buy, and we need to validate them. And this is step two, secret number two. Validate their selling on Amazon. Just use Amazon as your validation tool. Even if you don't sell on Amazon, you want to validate that there's actually a market there for it, right? So it's there for us. It hasn't been any easier ever to be able to do that, is to see what your competition is selling and then you to decide if you want to go into that market or not. Read reviews, which is step three, by the way. I'm, I'm doing this off the top of my head and then I'm going back to my notes and I go, oh, that's step three. So number one is find a market that's looking for products to buy. Two, Validate their selling using Amazon is just a tool if you want to. Three, read competitors' negative reviews. Make yours better, okay? And then four, have your product made with great packaging. Now, in the beginning, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like custom. It just has to be unique. And if you can use their standard packaging to kind of speed up that process, then from there you can do that. And then you can always up, upgrade it or enhance it later. But you know, hire someone to do some nice graphics. You know, all of that stuff. Again, I'm not going to go into all of that in today's episode. Just that's, that's that step, right? So four is have some, some nice packaging and try to put that packaging in your, in your uh, image if you can. If, so if you, have a, uh, if you have your first image, you might want to put your product and your packaging in there. Um, I think that's good anyway to, to prevent hijackers and stuff like that because hijackers are going to see that and it's going to be hard for them to uh, replicate that. Five, create an optimized listing. We talked about this plenty of times. Give you a quick little recap. Images, title, bullets, description, search terms in your back end. Like that's creating an optimized listing. And that's something you're going to do over and over again. You're going to make it better and better by looking at some of your other stuff as far as like pay-per-click or maybe competitor stuff, all of that. So five is create an optimized listing. Six, launch to a list. Okay, whether that's your own email list or a deal site that you uh, that that you trust, like just get the products out there and launch them. So many people want to make money on the first run. I always tell people, you know what, your first run, you're probably not going to make any money. You you should be happy you break even. Okay, so so many people they're, they're like, but Scott, I don't want to give away my product at a discount. I want to sell it at full price because I want to make my thirty five or fifty percent margin right, right out of the gate. And I go back to, well, if you were to open a brick and mortar store, would you do a grand opening sale? And if you say no, then I say, well, you got some learning to do. And I met a guy actually in um, Seller Summit that he said he's done plenty of grand openings for brick and mortars. It's generally like a $10,000 grand opening budget. So understand the launch is really, really important. But number six, like I said, is launch to a list, get sales. Amazon's all about sales, right? So there's your secret, right? Get sales. Okay, and like I said, you can use your own email list, which we talk about um, in, um, let's see, the workshop address is theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. Check that out if you want to start building your own launch list. And then seven is turning on pay-per-click. Okay, pay-per-click, sponsored product ads, Amazon pay-per-click, whatever you want to call it. Turn that on and start generating sales through those search terms or your keywords. And then from there, here's the big one. Ready? Here's the big secret. You're going to look at your data. You're going to look at your data and start seeing what people are 
actually searching for. Now, I'm not going to go into this. This could be a whole other topic, which we actually did a full week on pay-per-click. TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash PPC. Go there. Tons of resources. Explains everything. Go check that out if you're at all interested. And if you're at that stage, if you're not at that stage yet, don't worry. Don't worry about that. Don't get there yet. Okay. Um, so pay-per-click is great for getting sales, but also in the beginning, it's great to get intel about your about your market, about what they're actually searching for. Because you're going to put in a keyword like garlic press, but they're going to actually type in stainless steel garlic press, and you're going to see that in your report. All right? And number eight, follow up with customers after they purchase. You can do this manually, or you can use a tool. You can use a tool. I use Salesbacker. There's also Feedback Genius. There's other, other ones out there, uh, but I, I've used Feedback Genius in the beginning, and then I switched to Salesbacker. Um, I'm using Salesbacker currently right now. Nothing wrong with either of them. Good tools. Okay, and then nine, rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Now, are there going to be other things that have to happen in you know this process? Yes, there are. But you're going to do those as they need to be done, right? As you grow, as you scale. But very simply, guys, it's nine steps, like nine things that you need to wrap your head around. There's no secrets out there, okay? I've given you everything that you need and it's proven because the people that I've met at Seller Summit that came up to me and said, Scott, I'm doing 500,000, I'm doing 60,000, I'm doing 250,000, I'm doing half a million dollars. Like all of these people coming up to me, they followed exactly what I'm sharing with you. So understand that you don't need the secrets or the hacks, okay, or the shortcuts. If you want the long-term success, you know, and, and you want to do it right, that's how you do it, all right? So, guys, I went on a little bit longer than I wanted to, but this was a little bit of something that I wanted to get off my chest a little bit, in a sense, a little bit of a rant in a good way, I think, and, you know, guys, let me know if you want me to do more of these. If you want me to do more of this mindset stuff, I've done this before and I've asked and a lot of people said yes, that's why I'm doing another one and even people in person said, Scott, I would love them. I want you to do more of those. Those are awesome. You know, I may even do something maybe even weekly or maybe every couple times a week, I might even jump on Facebook Live and do something about this because I think it's so very, very important and so very powerful that I want to be able to get you to be able to get through those sticking points so you can get the potential out of you. Because there's so much probably that you have deep inside that you don't even know are your strengths until you start down this road and and you start to learn more about yourself as you do this. Take it from me, someone who, again, going all the way back to when I was a 19-year-old kid, did not have that believing in myself as far as in, in business, right? I was a young kid, didn't know a lot, didn't go to college. Now, if you go back to my high school days when I was playing sports, I was confident as heck. You know, I, I, I was pretty good athlete because I had confidence, you know, because again, I practiced, I played a lot of sports when I was a kid, but I was also played with a lot of older kids. Another tip, raise the bar, raise the bar higher than you think. It's funny. Um, just talking to my good friend, Dom Sugar, and, uh, you know, I haven't given any uh, public updates with what I've been working with him on the side. And I think he'd be cool with it at this point. So I'm going to do it anyway. Dom Sugar's a good friend of mine, someone that kind of came to me with his own mental uh, little barrier with weight loss. And, uh, you know, I had a little heart to heart with him. He's a good friend of mine now. I feel as always part of my family in a sense. 
And I seen that he was, uh, you know, not healthy. So, you know, I, I said, you know what, let's do something. If you're up for it, let's do it. So we kind of came up with a plan, a health plan in a sense. And, uh, you know, and a, and a fitness and all that stuff, nothing crazy. Um, and, um, it's, it's been not that long. It's been less than three months and he's dropped about 80, about 84 pounds. I believe it is at this point in time, 80 to 85 pounds, somewhere in that range. Crazy, right? He's dialed in right now. His mindset is, is really powerful. But the one thing I told him, cause he would report back to me and say, you know what? I think, I think I can hit, you know, whatever th- this goal. And I'm like, you know what? I think you can do five pounds more. And he's like, oh man, that's a lot. And I said, yeah, but you know what? I wouldn't be a good coach if I just let you settle there. I got to have you strive to be better, to, to do more, to ask more of yourself. And same thing goes financially. If you want to make $100,000 a year, why not try to make $150,000 a year? Set your target there, reverse it back. How much is that a day? Go after that target. And you know what? If you fall short, it might be 120000 or 125000 Generally, it's going to be over what you were shooting for. That's why I always like to shoot for those higher goals. Not out of range goals, just goals that are going to make you stretch. We call them stretch goals. So anyway, a little bit of a, of a tangent today, a little bit of a rant, but I love doing the ranting thing. It's kind of cool uh, because I get this off my chest and it's what I believe. It's, it's, it's in me. It's, it's kind of in my DNA in a sense to where, um, you know, I've got my daughter who's 21, going to be 22, and she, I can see just by looking at her that she's definitely got exactly um, what I have uh, as far as like that drive and that motivation, and, and my son now who's 19, who's who's starting to show signs of it, and my nine-year-old, like I'm just starting to see that we can also, you know, for people that are in our lives, they're gonna, it's going to help those people as well in our surroundings or if you have kids. Um, so to me, it is contagious, and um, and just understand that uh, it's it's a process. All right, so uh, guys, that's pretty much what I got for you today. Hopefully, that's cool. Hopefully, uh, I got you guys thinking, and and you guys can maybe do a little bit of a mental shift. Maybe even you want to come back. Maybe bookmark this one. Definitely go check out the show notes, um, the transcripts, any links that I mentioned will be there as well. Amazingseller.com forward slash three sixty nine. And uh, again, it's where we talk all about mindset and uh, that nine step secret formula being sarcastic with the secret, by the way. All right, guys, so uh, that's it. That's pretty much going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you, and I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. We're in this together, guys. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. 